When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Friday, February 19th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes, our tribe beat writer. Hoynes, we are underway in Goodyear uh, via remote right now. We're doing all our interviews that way, but it's still great to see the uh, the faces and, and hear from the guys uh, out there in Arizona as pitchers and catchers are in camp now. And uh, they, they had a special arrival today, uh, Terry Francona, in the house at the Indians Good, Goodyear Complex. Uh, it was great to get on Zoom and talk to Tito with the, the rest of the Cleveland media this morning. Uh, just your quick impressions and your first takeaways and and some some really, uh, I don't want to say surprising news, but some news about Tito that, you know, I, I guess uh, it was, was just revealed today in, in his offseason condition. Yeah, just uh, Tito cannot catch a break, man. This guy, you know, he went through all that stuff last year with the gastrointestinal problems, the blood clot problems limited to a 14 games, managing 14 out of 60 games and and, over. and in January, you know, his, his left foot is hurting. He thinks he's got gout. Uh, the doctors in Arizona are treating him for gout. He, he gets sick of waiting, comes back to Cleveland. It turns out he's got a staph infection in his big toe on his left foot. Uh, he, he goes into the clinic for 10 days. They do surgery. They have to remove part of the bone in his foot and replace it with some cement. He's, and now he's, you know, he's on crutches. He's got an IV in his arm, a pick line in his arm, and he's, he's, he's wearing a boot. And, you know, from, from talking to him, it sounds like, you know, he could, you know, eventually the pick line and the crutches will go away, but he may have to wear that boot all season. Right. He said uh, something to, to the effect of Carl Willis might have to go and make the pitching changes, which, uh, you know, he, he says he doesn't have a problem with that either, but, but really you're right. Tito can't get out of his own way, I guess, with, with this, uh, the staff infection. Now he's the, uh, he's the nine toed manager. Uh, he they had to take a, a, a bit of the bone out of his toe. And uh, he, he was very highly complimentary. And, and we really, in this region, I guess, don't, sometimes we take for granted. We don't realize what a fantastic resource the folks at the Cleveland clinic are. Uh, he came to the clinic and got answers right away and got, you know, a potentially scary situation taken care of uh, in rather short order. Uh, and, and now he's, again, walking around in a boot, not the ideal situation for uh, spring training, but he's there, he's at camp, and he's, he's sort of back in the swing of things, uh, and, and he's going to manage this year as to the best of his ability, I think. Yeah, I think, you know, Tito probably has a room reserved at the clinic. I mean, think about this, Joe. He had uh, his hip surgery done there after the, the uh, you know, the, the 2016 uh, World Series. The next year he had uh, the uh, cardiac ablation, ablation there, surgery. <laughs> now, we, you know, last year he was, he had 
you know, according to him, like nine to 10 surgeries, you know, with the, his problems and now another one. So he's got, uh, he, he, they're going to build him a wing. They're, they'll name a wing after him at the clinic maybe, but uh, I, I'm just glad he's healthy. I, it sounds like he, you know, he's fired up to manage. I thought, you know, Chris Antonetti, those guys look after him. You know, I don't think they would, you know, expose him to this, to 162 game grind, unless they were pretty confident, you know, he was ready to go and that he was mentally and physically ready, ready to manage. So uh, we got through, you know, a few minutes talking to Tito just about his health and about his outlook and his, you know, excitement about uh, the season. And then the question started, you know, hey, it's February 19th. Let's have your starting rotation. Uh, let's have all your, your, your bullpen plans. Uh, let, it, nothing, nothing right now is expected to be set in stone or, or written in pen or anything like that. But uh, I'm sure Tito's got to love those questions uh, on the first day in camp uh, asking, you know, hey, who's going to be in your, your, your starting five uh, uh, pitchers for, for the season coming up? Uh, just, uh, you know, the, the way he handled those, those questions, what did you think of that? Yeah, I thought that was fine. You know, that, you know, those were, <laughs> after you've been around them, you, you don't even ask those questions because <laughs> I mean, you know, the answer, what the answer is going to be. He's going to, Hey, I'm not going to make out my lineup here on, on February 19th. There's no reason for that. Let's, let's let spring training unfold a little bit. And, uh, but I, I think he was glad you could tell he, you know, there was a little a bounce in his step, you know, what there, what there is of his step. You know, I think he was glad to be there, said some nice things about Cody Allen, you know, who just retired, uh, has some interesting comments about Brian Shaw, I thought. Right. Uh, it, it, as soon as he was asked about Brian Shaw, his head sort of dropped and you could tell he was chuckling and laughing to himself. Uh, one of the things that I took away from that part was, uh, he said, you know, Brian Shaw said when he signed, he said, hey, Tito, you know, usually in the spring, I kind of stink. And uh, uh, they were talking about how it's difficult to evaluate some of these guys in spring training. And that's really the case with Brian Shaw is uh, you, you know what you've got with him. If you've got 2015, 2016, 2017, Brian Shaw, do you have that is the big question right now. Uh, and, and it's going to be hard for Tito to, to, to figure that out. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, Shaw is just terrible in spring training. I mean, I, you know, I've seen, I saw those five spring trainings or the, that he, that he, you know, pitched for with uh, in Cleveland and it was, it was ugly. I mean, and then, then he the switch flip on the regular season and he was, you know, one of the best relievers and it's definitely one of the, uh, you know, the, uh, the sturdiest relievers. I mean, him and, uh, you know, uh, Cody Allen took the ball every day in, in that bullpen. And, uh, but we'll see, we'll see what, what he has left. And uh, he could be a big part of this, uh, this bullpen, or he could be, you know, this could be, you know, uh, the long goodbye, so to speak. Uh, the, the one thing that Tito did mention was he says there might be a little more velo in there right now. He says he's throwing a little harder than, than they might've anticipated or expected after a couple of seasons in Colorado where, uh, you know, where all pitchers go to die. So uh, again, Brian Shaw notwithstanding there, he did talk about, uh, you know, maybe even the, how the bullpen is going to make up. We, we asked him about uh, whether there's going to be a left-hander in the bullpen, whether or not you need a left-hander in the bullpen. And uh, Tito's response was, we're going to take the guys that can get us the most outs, but you, you've got to believe with bringing, uh, bringing Oliver Perez back, 
that there's a spot for a left-hander in the bullpen uh, for Carl Willis and, and, and Terry Francona. Yeah, I would think so, Joe. I mean, uh, you know, the three batter rule really eliminates, you know, the, you know, the one-on-one matchups and, uh, you know, one batter and you're gone matchup even what, and with lefties and righties. So, you know, and I think Perez has showed last year, he can get lefties and righties out. Uh, you know, obviously he's 39. It's, his stuff is not what it was, but, you know, he's smart, he's, he's crafty. And uh, I, I like what Tito said, you know, sometimes you have to have the left, the right kind of lefty out there, if that makes sense. <laughs> you, you, you've got to get a, you've got to have a lefty who gets out. So if you just have a lefty for show, that's, that's not going to do any good because, you know, when you cut, get into a situation where you should be the, should bring the lefty in, sometimes that hurts you if the guy can't get anybody out. Right. It sounded like a, that sounded like a Yogi Bear response. Yeah. You have to have the, the, uh, the right kind of lefty. I, I guess that's, uh, that's one of the things. Uh, Tito did talk about how, you know, they were hopeful at the end of last season coming back this year, they wouldn't have to wear masks. They wouldn't have to do all the social distancing and how that presents uh, a, a different problem, a set of problems in spring training, but you sort of deal with it and go on. He says they're having, their one-on-one meetings in, in different areas or different rooms or outside, things like that. Uh, so again, there are adjustments that they, that they have to make, but he says you just sort of go on with it. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting. You know, usually, you know, um, when the sc- first, you know, when they, everybody reports and just before the first full squad workout, which I think is what Monday, Sunday or Monday, yes, Monday, Monday. And, uh, you know, you gather everybody from the organization in the locker room and Tito gives you the uh, 20 to 25 minute speech and everybody goes charging out the door and you're not going to be able to do that. I, I don't know if he's going to have to uh, tape the speech and play it in six or seven or eight different pods, you know, of players and trainers and stuff or how that's going to work. Yeah, you get that uh, like like down at the uh, Hall of Fame in Canton, the Football Hall of Fame in Canton, where you got the, the virtual Vince Lombardi speech, the, the, right. the, 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 the yeah. hologram get hologram Tito. That'd be, that'd be pretty sweet with his walking boot and his nine toes. Awesome. Uh, again, uh, Tito was asked about the, the big trade in the off season, losing Francisco Lindor and Carlos Carrasco. And he was asked if they could use that trade as motivation this year. Tito's response was, Hey, anything that this team can use as motivation that, that ends up producing wins. I'm all for yeah, yeah, I thought that was that was a good answer, and uh, they're going to need some motivation, I think, to uh, be competitive in in this division with, you know, the moves the Twins have made, the moves uh, the White Sox have made, and uh, I know a lot of, uh, you know, some of the uh, you know fan graphs and Pakoda, especially Pakoda rankings have the Indians finishing second ahead of the White Sox, they're behind the Twins, but you know. So it's going to be it's going to be a three team race and uh, they need every little every edge they can get. So all the experts are predicting that Tony LaRusso is just going to drive the uh, the White Sox off a cliff, right? That's that's got to be the case. Yeah, I, you know, I think LaRusso will do all right. I think uh, you know, we've talked about this before. I you know, I just think, you know, if you're a good manager, you adapt. Uh, you you know, I know he's obviously he's 76 years old or 77 whatever. But good managers, Hall of Fame managers, are able to adapt, and I think he obviously Larusa is going to have to adapt to this. The game is the same. The game has changed, and 
I, the players have changed a little bit too. Yeah. Hoinsey, uh, you asked Tito about what Eddie Rosario brings to the to the ball club. Boy, it, it's going to be, uh, I'm sure Tito will appreciate looking out on the field and seeing Eddie Rosario hit balls from the uh, right-handed batter's box uh, out of the ballpark for his team instead of against his team this year, uh, that being the case. Uh, what did you think of his, the, the way he responded about Eddie Rosario? Yeah, I think he's excited. I mean, this team needed a middle-of-the-order bat. They needed a guy that could hit the ball out of the park. And uh, Rosario is the guy was, you know, is that kind of guy, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see where they hit him. I think, you know, you can hit him what from third to fourth, fifth, sixth, you get him basically anywhere in the middle of the lineup, um, how that, how they're able to protect him. And, uh, you know, he, he's hit at, at progressive field. He's got great numbers there. So we'll see if they translate now that he's, He's playing for the home team instead of coming in and, and hitting for the twins. I think you're, I think your three, four, five is Ramirez, Rosario, and Reyes. You got three R's in the middle of the lineup there. I think that's a, a, a good way to go. Yeah. That's a switch lefty righty. That's that, that's not and, bad. And, and then you can put three it, guys can hit the ball out of the park. And then you can put one of your thousand left-handed hitters behind Reyes and, and you're, you're right on course, right? No. And uh, you know, that makes sense. You know, uh, Either it's Ramirez, uh, Rosario, Reyes, uh, you know, switched left, righty. All three guys can hit the ball out of the park. Uh, you know, that's going to be that at least you get, you're going to give up, you're going to make a pitcher sweat for a while when he go, has to go through that lineup. With Indians baseball right around the corner, there's never been a better time for you to register for Indian subtext. Our subscriber-based service gives you the inside scoop and analysis on the Indians. For $3.99 a month, you get everything we're hearing and the first word before things are announced. We text you big breaking news directly to your phone, even before it's up on cleveland.com. And you can text us directly with your questions and opinions. It's a great way to avoid the trolls on social media, and it's the only way to get your questions and comments on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. Why should you sign up? Here's one of our subscribers, Bill from Arizona. I think it's great the way uh, uh, you guys have handled it this year and appreciate the fact that, you know, you usually, uh, when you're able, respond pretty uh, quickly, either just to me or to, you know, to, to everybody. And it's nice to have a little insight on some things and then maybe an hour or two later, the story will break. I kind of feel like I'm sort of, you know, on the QT in the know and it's fun. Bill and all of our Indian subtext subscribers agree. There's a lot going on with the team, and the best way to keep up is with Indian subtext. Go to joinsubtext.com slash Cleveland Indians, or text Hoinsey or Joe at 216-208-4346. Again, that's joinsubtext.com slash Cleveland Indians, or send a text message to 216 208 Four three four six. We look forward to having you as a member of Indian Subtext. Uh, we did ask about uh, Roberto Perez, who we got a chance to talk to yesterday. Uh, the incredible shrinking catcher, Roberto Perez, uh, comes out says he lost twenty five pounds in the off season. Uh, he's got uh, blonde hair and uh, you know abs that you can actually see when he's not wearing his uh, his catcher's gear and. 
Uh, you know, we only saw him from the waist up. Tito said, oh, I saw him from the waist down as well. That was uh, Tito's response. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he says, oh, he looks terrific. Uh, what does it say about a veteran guy like that who's – you picked up his $5 million option to have him on the club this year, and he goes and turns around and invests some of that money in a personal trainer in the offseason to, to make sure that he's in the best shape of his life. Yeah, I think that's a smart move, Joe. He's, you know, he's eligible for free agency after this year. Uh, you know, he wants to keep playing, obviously. Uh, you know, the, the Indians picked up his, this option. So uh, that's a smart move. You're investing in yourself. And, uh, you know, he's had injuries the last two years. He had that ankle two years ago, had the uh, strained rotator cuff last year. Really kind of last year limited him uh, game-wise and, and offensively. He had the good year two years ago offensively, what, 24 home runs, 63 RBIs, both career highs. You know, hopefully, you know, that's more of the Roberto Perez, the Indian C than, than last year's version. Right. And, uh, you know, if, if the Indians had any questions or if we had any questions about who the Indians' number one catcher is, uh, Tito answered them pretty much point blank and said, no, Roberto's our catcher. Uh, Austin Hedges is a good defensive backup. Uh, there's some questions that he's got to sort through offensively, but he was pretty much asked point blank, you know, how are you going to split time between those guys? And, and Tito wasn't having any of that. Tito said, you know, it's going to be Roberto is our guy and, and Austin is the backup. Yeah, that was, that was good to hear. You know, you don't want that. Uh, you know, sometimes that can get a little, when, when you, you have it, when you have an open competition, you know, I remember Jan Gomes and, and Perez, they, when uh, you know, they would come to camp and finally it, it would come down to the last week and Tito would say, okay, Gomes is the, is the guy. And I thought that created some bad feelings, you know, a little, little, little tension between the two and never, they never said anything, but, but, uh, and they always pulled for each other, but I thought that was, you know, I guess it's competition, but sometimes there's some friction there. So now you got it out in the open, you know, from day one, you know, if, 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 uh, if uh, Perez stays healthy, he's the guy. All right, and and healthy is the uh, is is the key word there. Uh, he, Perez was not healthy last year, and and that you know was the case. Uh, last thing before we get going here, uh, name that uh, Tito brought up. It was brought up to Tito. Uh, Logan Allen, uh, one of the pitchers uh, in camp, uh, competing, I guess, for a spot in the rotation or just any spot on the roster. I guess Logan Allen would take right now. Uh, he said he had just come from watching Logan Allen throw a, a side uh, session, said he looked terrific. You can tell he worked on his body a ton over the summer, or I'm sorry, over the winter, um, that he looks slimmer and he's more compact in his delivery. The ball was really exploding out of his hand. These, this is all Tito's evaluation of, of Logan Allen. Uh, that, that's got to be a, a real positive for Logan Allen to, to, to hear something like that. Yeah, you know, and, you know, they've got a lot. Of, I think they have high hopes for this guy. You know, Logan Allen lives out in Arizona. Uh, so, you know, as soon as the season, last season ended, he, he went back out there. He's been working out at the facility as much as he can, as, as long as it's been open. So he's, you know, he's got a head start. He's, I would think he's a man on a mission this, uh, this spring. And uh, he's got a chance, you know, in the bullpen, he could, he could make it as a swing guy or, you know, maybe maybe he sneaks in in that fifth fifth spot in the rotation. Boy, the 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 Indian starting rotation is that much better if Logan Allen forces his way into the conversation, right? If he if he goes out there in spring training and just blows everybody's socks off, 
they're they're in a lot better position knowing they've got not just two options or more for the two or three options for that that the fourth and fifth spot in the rotation but you know four or five options uh, legitimate guys yeah that's 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 what you like about this uh this rotation, Joe. I mean, and, and you think of all the guys they've traded away, you know, Bauer, Kluber, Clevenger, Carrasco, and they've still got young guys that we haven't seen. Obviously, they don't have the track records of those guys, but we haven't, uh, but you've, they've got, you know, potential and the Indians do a nice job with those kind of pitchers. So it'll be an interesting year, an interesting spring to uh, see how these guys develop. Well, don't forget the guy that he was essentially traded for is is making forty million dollars out in L.A. this year. So uh, there's a, a a lot, you know, not not that there's any pressure on Logan Allen, but uh, you know he came over in that Trevor Bauer deal, and he's 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 part of the return for that. That's right. That's I forgot. Yeah, that was the, the three way trade, and uh, yeah, so Bauer is out there in uh, in L.A. So we'll see how that goes. So well. in, in in order to make it all you know even out for for whatever Trevor Bauer produces this year, I think Logan Allen has to win twenty games, and Framil Reyes has to hit forty home runs. I guess yeah. uh, to to make everything balance for the the Trevor Bauer trade in twenty eighteen. All right, Hoinsey, uh that'll wrap it up for uh, this week uh, on the podcast. We're going to jump in and uh, get going with some more player interviews today. Uh, uh, Nick Wickern just finished up in in Arizona, so we've got some more coming up. Uh, we'll talk to you again next week here on the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. All right, Joe.